Hey everyone, welcome to Moms in Real Estate. This week's guest has only been in the business for about a year and a half. And her first year, she did 12 transactions and she's on track to do 24 this year. Her name's Kara Beecroft and to top it all off, she's a single mom. I can't wait for you to hear from her, so let's get started. Angela Fazio is an industry powerhouse who has overseen 40,000 homes sold and 9 billion in production. And Kristen Cantrell is one of the nation's most accomplished team leaders, helping thousands of agents build their businesses. They are passionate about educating, encouraging, and empowering moms in real estate. Our next episode starts now. Hello. Hey. Welcome, as always, my beautiful co-host, Kristen Cantrell. You look stunning. And then look at Kara. Could she I be know. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Who <laughs> told Kara she looks like a movie star today? Even like your curtains are glam. Yeah. yeah. Sure. It's because I put a hat on because I was having a bad hair day, so I just popped the hat I know. Right. Your hats are the best. I love works. it. <laughs> you guys are too sweet. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Give us some background. Okay, so I grew up in Queen Creek back when it was literally just dirt roads and farm fields. My dad um, bought, I want to say about 10 acres back in the day, and there was nothing out there. Everyone thought he was crazy, right? Um, and we had to like haul our own water. There weren't paved roads. I'm talking nothing. <laughs> so, um, we lived out there and my parents owned a little mom and pop restaurant called Lil Pizzazz. Um, one of the very few restaurants out in Queen Creek back when it was nothing. And we kind of just got to develop these awesome um, work ethics by, by working at my parents' restaurant. So um, I would be like five years old, cleaning tables, washing dishes. Like if I wanted a new toy, it was okay, well go, you know, wash some dishes and work at the restaurant for a few hours. We'll pay you less than minimum wage and you can um, <laughs> save up your money and go buy the toy that you want. So yeah. um, looking back now, like I, I couldn't be more grateful for that um, upbringing because it just really taught me, you know, really strong work ethics. And on top of that, um, people who know me now probably wouldn't believe it, but I was extremely shy. Like when I was younger, I was terrified to be at my parents' restaurant, like talking to the customers, like they would ask me to go, you know, go give people their food. And I would be terrified, terrified. <laughs> you know, I'm only like six years old and they're asking me to like, go bring people, like be a waitress and it would scare the crap out of me. But um, through those experiences, and now you have to talk to people you don't know all the time. <laughs> yeah, and they're like, "Who is this little girl coming out of the kitchen, like bringing me my food?" It's, you know, it's, it, it was um, challenging for me. But I feel like through those experiences, like it taught me um, how to be less shy, how to better communicate with people, um, and just kind of develop these work ethics. So I want to be your parents. That's, that's awesome. I like that. Chris and I are those kind of parents for sure. Like my daughter who we adopted when she first came to our house, she wouldn't talk. I mean, she's still really shy, but she wouldn't even order at a restaurant. And we would just all stand there waiting for her to order. We would just say, yeah, I can order. And at first she'd be like, 
<laughs> and we're like, what? Tell him you want some eggs. <laughs> yeah, it, it, was, it was like that for sure. And then with with my parents owning, you know, that large um, land in Queen Creek and there was nothing. So we really like would go pick weeds. Like my dad would always have like a chore chart of stuff for us to do, like go dig holes for plants. And you know, it was just never oh, like... Worse. Yeah. Oh, you want to go spend the night at your friend's house? Go. You need to go pick weeds for about five hours, and then. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I thought my chores growing up were hard. That's hard. My dad used uh, to make okay, me spray then. off like yeah, everything outside and scrub it down, and I'd be like, "Well, are we back? We're back. Yeah. Okay." Yeah, I have to jump off. Yeah, you have to jump off and come back on in a different network. You're frozen. Oh, okay. Bye. I will see her in a minute, you guys. Oh, no. Let's get off this brand really quick. So anyway, I, when I was growing up, my mom, um, you know, she was a single mom. And she was always working like 100,000 jobs. And so it was really normal for my sister and I to clean the house or make dinner or, you know, whatever. It was like not even a question. It wasn't like, oh, man, I have to do my chores. It was just the way it was. And I'm so grateful for that, too. Cause I have an awesome work ethic and I, I blame my mom. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's so important. And the other thing too, that I'm like grateful for that is, you know, my parents were working a lot. Right. So I, I kind of grew up in that environment of seeing both my parents be entrepreneurs and, um, you know, balancing that work life, parent life. So, um, that was kind of really cool and I feel like has helped me, you know, where I'm at now being a mom kind of juggle. So your kids are five and seven, right? Yes. So Riker is seven. And then my youngest, Brig, he's going to be five in October. Two boys. So do you make him dig holes and pull weeds? <laughs> I should. I really should. No, I don't. We do have, um, you know, I do implement like chore charts and uh, things along that nature. But no, I don't have them dig holes. Oh, I know. Me neither. <laughs> Me neither. I do, make the, I do make them very independent. But I got to admit, I don't make them work as hard as I did as a kid. I'm wondering, I'm wondering if I'm going to regret that so far it's been okay my oldest ones but i sometimes think do i need to make them work a little harder <laughs> yeah, it's such a different generation now you know with um like all the technology like back in the day you know for fun we would just go outside and ride our bikes and yeah. be gone until you know it was dark outside and you know you didn't really have to worry about things but it's such a different Yep. of living now all the time because yeah we my mom was like okay see you at dinner yeah. <laughs> and it yeah. was fine I don't know well you I know that our audience has got to be dying to know about how such a brand new agent a year and a half is pretty brand new in my eyes and yeah. be so like going already 12 transactions your first year contract for 24 give us some background yeah so um I don't know. Like, I have such like a hard time with the word successful, right? So I don't consider myself successful by by any means. So I, I don't even know if I would use that word. But um, before I got into real estate, I was in like the banking and lending industry for almost about 10 years, right? So I kind of fell under a similar um, umbrella, you know, as far as the industry goes and got used to managing my own book of clients 
in lending and banking. Um, and then after my divorce, I decided, you know, I, I need the time. I need to be flexible. I need to be there for my kids. I don't want to, you know, only spend an hour with them in the morning and then, you know, not be able to make it to football games or do after school stuff or, you know, what if they're sick? Like, I don't want to have to call out sick. So um, for me, it was the flexibility that uh, real estate could provide for me of making my own schedule and then not having the um, corporate limitations, right? So what I mean by that is I could scale my business as quickly as I want to because it was up to me, right? Yeah. And what I do with my time. So I take that very seriously. And I, um, one thing that I acknowledged um, really early on was I got licensed and I was working full time. And I think I was about three, oh, maybe a little bit more like four or five months in after just getting licensed, I had maybe two deals under my belt um, <laughs> in that time frame, And I decided I was going to quit my job. You know, <laughs> I, was like, I was like, all right. So I'm at the point now where, you know, I'm spending about eight hours a day working, you know, for this company. And, and I kind of just crunched the numbers in my head and I, I said, what if I was spending those eight hours working on myself and my business and growing my brand and, you know, growing my client base? Um, and that's a that's a scary thing, you know, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm a single mom. That's the, uh, the only source of income I have. I didn't have child support or anything like that. Um, and I'm basically going to quit my job and put faith in myself that I'm still going to be able to pay my bills and provide for my kids and grow my business. Um, so I, it was about four or five months after I got licensed and I went to my employer at the time and I kind of told him my plan. I'm like, you know, real estate is my passion. Like I know I've only done two deals but it's my passion. <laughs> I know it is. Like I, I can see the vision. This is something that I'm really passionate about and something that I want to do. Um, and I went to him and I put in my two weeks. And I remember the last thing he said to me was, um, don't forget that I've never not paid you every two weeks and you're not going to get that with real estate. Oh, and geez. Wait a minute. <laughs> and something about, you know, something about that, that final like goodbye statement from him was like so impactful for me. Like it was, I feel like it would be. Oh, it was like the the fuel to my fire. Yeah, you know, and for me, it was like it. He and I don't think he meant it in like a doubting way, but that's how I I took it, and I was like, okay, so you're right. You you've always paid me every two weeks as you should. Um, and, and I'm not going to get that now. And now my paycheck depends on on me, you know. So it, it was a tough pill to swallow. And, I, and think I think that everyone should be told that, like, because yeah. that is, that I think would be, it would haunt me forever. I would be always oh, I, thinking about that. So I'd always be working so that, you know, hey, yeah, Chris, I don't know. Kristen, do you want me to say mean things to you? 
No, <laughs> you already do. <laughs> you know, when my husband and I were moving from our first brokerage, we were broke and we were moving to another brokerage and we, and some people were coming with us to be on our broke team. I don't know why. And the owner of that Keller Williams said to my husband, you're going to fail. And everyone that comes with you is going to fail. And that fueled us for years. Yeah. For years. I'm, it, it was it was really interesting. And, you know, he wasn't the only one. He wasn't the only one that kind of, you know, put that doubt on me. I had a lot of people, um, friends, family, other people in the industry who said, uh, you've only been in real estate for about five months. You're going to quit your job and do what? Mm. You know, like, it's just, it doesn't make sense. You know, you don't have, you know, a significant other or another source of income to supplement, you know, that gap if you're, if you don't have business that month or, you know, a pipeline built up. Um, so odds were definitely not in my favor when I did that, but, but tell me, tell me who there had to be some people who were speaking like encouragement into you. Can you think of anyone who was doing that for you? Oh yeah. The, the team that I'm a part of right now. So the real estate team that I'm a part of right now. And I remember um, when I went to go interview for them and, um, one of the questions that they asked me was, what do you think is holding you back the most, you know, from succeeding or, you know, just, just progressing yeah. your career in real estate. And the first thing that popped in my mind was my job. Mm -hmm. That was and that's what I said. I said, my nine to five job is holding me back. And, and I think when I said that out loud, you know, cause I never really had someone ask me that question, like, what do you think's holding you back from being successful or from scaling your business? And um, when I was asked that, and the first response was my nine to five job, um, mm -hmm. that's when it registered for me, like, oh my gosh, like, you know, if I devote that time and energy into myself and my business, like there, there are no limitations. And guess what, if I fail, I only have myself to blame, right? Mm -hmm. I, I want to meet every run. single person who I want to meet every single person who encouraged you because <laughs> it matters so much who you surround yourself with. It's absolutely if you cannot get those negative, crappy, mm -hmm. discouraging people out of your head and replace them with people who are going to lift you up, yep. it's, it's even harder. It's so hard. I'm going to encourage you too to connect with Gina Bennett. She's also oh. local and she's a single mom who it took her six years. It's, I think it was six years it took her to quit her job. And she dove yeah. in about the same time as you. And she's oh, wow. killing it. She's and killing it. Just like you're a single mom. Like you guys have so much in common. She was on Moms in Real Estate like two weeks ago. So I love oh, that we've cool. had both of you on because. Um, it is so empowering. There's so many people that do it part time or feel like they can't quit their jobs and like having girls like you on like I yeah. it's so impactful. So you have to meet her. Yeah, I'll have to reach out to her. Also, so, yeah. That's why I hope that there's somebody out there listening going, well, gosh, I'm, I'm going to do it. Don't do it yep. alone. Call us up. <laughs> Let us connect you with people. <laughs> 
and look at those people. I can't believe you're doing that. You're foolish. You don't want to hear that. You want to hear no. you do it. Let's get together. Let's yes. do what you need to do to be successful. And let's go out there and kill it. And you've got to be like looking back and saying, thank God that you just made that decision because you have such a great business. Yes. Well, yeah. one of the things that you said um, is that your son used to say like he was upset when you go to work, right? Yes. And now yeah. he's like, I want to do what you do when I grow up. How cool yeah. is that? <laughs> yeah, he does. Um, I remember, you know, back when I was working and I, I would, cause I've always been a, a working mom, you know, from, and I, mm -hmm. and I think it's because my upbringing and I just, I literally enjoy it. Right. Um, but back when I was working like a nine to five, you know, I would go drop them off to family or to daycare or whatever. And, you know, they would just, cry or whatever and say, you're always, you know, you're going to work or I can't pick you up today because I have a meeting and you know, whatever it may be. Um, but I think it, they saw that I was not happy. You know what I mean? And I, and I think there's a difference because I still work a lot now, but I think they can see that I'm happy about what I do. You know, I enjoy it. They see it. Like I'll, I'll bring them to showings or, you know, I'll, I'll be on my computer looking at homes and they'll come up to me and be like, oh, that home's nice. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to go show my client this house, you know, and they, they feel like just the, the energy that I put out now and express about my career, they can pick up on that. They know yeah. my youngest son, you know, it was probably just a few weeks ago, I asked him, I'm like, so what do you, and I do this all the time. I'm like, what do you want to do when you grow up? You know, cause their answers always change. Um, he's like, I want to do computer work like you. Wow. <laughs> like, <laughs> what do you mean? He's like, you know, like sell houses and computer work. I'm like, okay. <laughs> okay. Fun. I have fun fact. This is crazy. And I know he'll change his mind, but I have, we have a, a son who's almost 16 and he's like incredible. He's an incredible kid. He's our favorite by far. And <laughs> I and I have six. But do you know he you know what he told me he wants to be right now? Basketball player? No, no, a plumber. He does? Good. A plumber. A plumber. Yeah. A plumber. I'm like, you can't make any money. He goes, I don't care about I money. Can. I can't care about money. Yeah. <laughs> Your wife will. Yes, you can. Yeah, there's a lot of money in that. <laughs> All right, mm -hmm. I don't want to I'm, not, I'm not discouraging him. I'm just questioning. Like, you want to be a plumber? Okay. You know what you have to do when you're a plumber, right? <laughs> That's all right. Yeah, for a while, but then you own the plumbing company and you make a lot of money. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. I won't be <laughs> My youngest yeah, before he said he wanted to do computer work, he used to tell me that he wanted to be a puppy. So oh, oh. <laughs> I want to be a puppy when I grow up too. That'd be much better. <laughs> I tell Dean, I tell my five-year-old, um, you know what my job is? And he's like, what? I'm like, I get to go out and make friends every day. I get to meet new people every day. And I just get to, be, you know, that's like my job. It's to make friends with everyone. And he's like, that is so fun. I'm like, it is fun. I love my job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what's your main um, lead source? So I would say my main lead source, um, social media, you know, mm -hmm. I, I think that's so huge. Um, Instagram, Facebook um, is a huge source for me. And then referrals as well. You know, I, I think I'm very loud and proud <laughs> about what I do. 
um, every single day and I make it mm-hmm. well known to um, everyone. And so I, I, I get a lot of referrals from people who are like, hey, my you know cousin is looking for a house or um, that's that's a huge source for me. You do a great job on Instagram. I don't know if I see your stuff on Facebook, but if anybody does want to follow you, it's KB Sells AZ, right? Yeah. That was hard to find. I was like, <laughs> I was like typing your name. I'm like, I can't find her. But then I finally got it and I'm all KB Sells. Okay. So KB yeah. Sells AZ. If anybody wants to see somebody that is getting business through Instagram, follow her because I do think that's important. Who do you look up to in our industry that does really well on Instagram that you're like, okay, I kind of follow what they do and try to mimic it. Is there anybody that's kind of been your inspiration? Yeah. So um, Michelle Berman, she, I don't know if you've heard of her yet, but she is, yes, she's amazing. She's a really um, good friend of mine, but she came and kind of, came to our team, I believe it was last year. And she has this Instagram like power method course that she does. And, um, you know, she, it it goes into the science behind it of, you know, how to generate business and scale your business, um, organically, you know, And, and the thing I enjoy the most about, um, what she recommends is she's very big on providing value. To people yep. which is huge right because anyone yeah. can just throw out numbers and blah 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 blah. like we all have the same numbers from the mls and whatnot you know but she's um really big on providing deeper value for people and that's something that i i'm very huge about my business <laughs> you know i i want to be able to provide people with value not just you know yeah. another agent. That's awesome. Okay, I'm gonna follow her. We yeah. are, you know what is so great about this show is we are attracting most of the guests, not all, but most of the guests have such a servant heart. They want to lead with value, they want to give, they want to make sure they're they're quality. And you know, if you look around in the world, you don't really see that. I mean, generally speaking, you're not seeing excellence and quality and value. And you know, you you see you're seeing the opposite, but for some reason, I'm getting a bunch of beautiful women who love to give and, and add value. Isn't that awesome, Kristen? Good job. <laughs> I, I love our moms in real estate. Like we have so many great girls we get to meet all the time. It's my favorite. Yeah, it, is. Yeah. it is. Is there any advice that you would give to the women who are watching? Yes. Um, as far as the juggling the whole mom and work and everything like that, um, one thing that I implement every single day is the nine minute rule. And basically I spend three minutes in the morning when my first, you know, when my kids first wake up, I give them my full undivided attention. Right. And for three minutes, I'm not checking my phone. I'm not packing lunches. I'm not, you know, on the computer, I'm looking them straight in the eye. I'm asking, you know, how did you sleep? Did you have any dreams? What are you excited about today? Um, and really giving them that full undivided attention. I do that in the morning when they wake up. I do that when I pick them up from school um, and then right before bed as well. And I know three minutes, you're like, oh, that doesn't sound like a long time, but think about it. You know, how often are we engaging with our kids and we're just like 
okay, yeah, yeah, uh-huh. You know, and, and we're, we're having a conversation with them, but we're not really giving them like our full undivided attention. Um, so that's been a big game changer for me. And then the other tip that um, me and my boys like to do is we play this game called High and Low. I just uh, saw it on a movie. What's that? I just saw that on a movie. Oh, the really? Story what movie? The Story of Us. It's an old movie. Michelle Pfeiffer and what's his face? Uh, Bruce Willis. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So what we do is every, um, I don't know if it's the same thing, but every evening or at the end of every day, we do high-low, right? So we start with the low. You always start with the low and you go around the room and you just say, you know, what was your low of the day? Like, you know, and for like for kids, it's always something different. Like, you know, I didn't get to play with my favorite toy at recess or something like that. Um, but it's important, right? So they, they acknowledge like, okay, this was, you know, a low point in the day. And then you say, what was your high of the day? So, and I think that's super cool because then you just kind of regroup at the end of the day and um, it just helps you kind of acknowledge things. Um, about your day and gets you kind of engaging more with the kids. So that's something I, that. daily. I, do. I love the nine minute rule. I'd never heard that. Yeah. Before. yeah, that was a, that was a game changer for me. And I try really hard because you know, when in real estate, your phone's ringing all the time or text messages awesome. all the time. And there's been times where people call me and I'm sure if some of them are watching, they know that I'm like, Hey, I'm about to, you know, pick my kids up. I'll call you back. You know, and I mean, there's been other times where lenders call me and, you know, I'm like, hey, I'll call you right back. You know, so I think you just have to be really stern about that because um, it's really hard not to get caught up yeah. in work, you know, and trying to make sure that your kids feel like they're they're still being valued and important. So. Wow. That, I, love that, I love it, too. I'm feeling like. I need to up my game. <laughs> Thank you for that. I, listen, I, I struggle from, I don't want to make it sound like I am an expert by any means. I struggle daily with the, the juggling of, you know, being a mom and um, trying to run my business and doing just like simple things like grocery shopping and dishes, yeah. and, you know, like all the responsibilities that we have. Um, it's so much to juggle. And so I wouldn't say that I am an expert at any of it. I drop the ball daily. There's times where I just, you know, want to break down and cry because it, it's a lot, it's a lot to, to juggle. But um, I think just implementing those little things that are, you know, not not super complex you're like three minutes that's not that hard and if you even need to set a timer on your phone you know I tell people to timer blocking which is setting the timer on your phone for three minutes don't look at it for three minutes until you hear that timer go off you know I think that's super important I think so too I think it's super wise advice and I'm going to take it I don't know if I'll get all to all nine minutes because Six times three times <laughs> like you don't get three minutes each kid. <laughs> yeah, three minutes in general. Yeah. Anyway, I'm, I'm so grateful for you. I'm grateful for you sharing your heart and your story with us. Um, you are an excellent guest. I know our audience is going to be so blessed. You stay on, but we have to hop off. Thank you guys for watching. Stay on afterwards, um, and we will see you again next week, guys. Thanks.